Hey guys, I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And this is going to be unsettling. Deeply. We still have Paul the Gypsy and Lauren the Not Gypsy. I have a better nickname than Not Gypsy. What do you want to be? <laughs> be nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, let it out. <laughs> you wanted it. <laughs> Alex, that's my feet. What is it, Alex? Yeah, what is it? I don't have a nickname for you. You, you don't have a nickname for me. No, besides... don't, don't look at my feet. I can't look at your ankles. Like high waters. I always tell her ankles. I always look at her ankles and I say they look like the underbelly of like a, a gecko because they're like so white they're translucent. Oh, I thought you were talking about her finger toes. Lauren finger toes. We had like sweaty clam foot one time. Sweaty clam. Or clam. Yeah. I'm sorry? Because she's clammy. Oh. Sorry. What were you expecting? We called him a gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so somehow I got yeah, on I don't like gypsy's a compliment. I got yeah, on the, but I don't mean it like that. I don't think, that. I don't think that. On an airplane. I mean it like the fleet, <laughs> like the the Fleetwood Mac version of gypsy, not Back like. Is the other one, right? like yeah, gypsy. yeah, like a, a classy. I, somehow I got a on a classier homeless person. Yeah, it's a gypsy, and then a super classy homeless person is a vagabond, right? Mm-hmm. Is, like do they have the little shoulder satchel, like the little stick? Where you keep your treasures? I mean, I guess at some era they did that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. now we have bags. Are you thinking of like Tom Sawyer with like his little? Mm-hmm. You have bags. He has a so lot of bags. Bag lady. Well, no, I have two main bags, but they have a ton of things <laughs> in them. <laughs> I don't carry them everywhere. Where are all your belongings? Is that it? Yeah, basically the two bags. Imagine that. Everything no, but like online. in Hawaii, you don't have stuff. Um, not right now. Like if you didn't go back. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything that I need to do, except for, like, work things. Like no, like, you don't have any items there you would need. I have binders in an office. That, Does that count? But you don't have, like, tchotchkes. What the hell is a tchotchke? Everything you have is in bags that you brought with you? Yes. And I could literally throw those away. That is the most beautiful and concerning thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it took me, and I wanted to be like that, That's so I've been following this, I guess, gypsy tag. Yeah, you you were born to be a. I don't have that in me. You I should have, see my I have trunk that for like one one day I outing. Like I, I have bags for three different sports that I just go sit and watch my kid do. Mm-mm. So I would say finger toes is the equivalent of gypsy. <laughs> anyway, so we have Lauren finger toes and Paul gypsy and Ab who's an alto and Ern. <laughs> Poland is getting me. <laughs> Not the Poland. So, I think that's that. <laughs> you want to get creepy? Yeah. All right. Hell yeah, brother. Hell, Hell yeah, yeah, brother. brother. Um, so, as a mom to a seven-year-old, I'm drowning in toys and dolls all the time. Thankfully, you know, Sophia, my child really isn't into, like, the baby doll scene. 
Thank yet. God. No, I, she's like, you can tell from the moment, like a girl is a little girl. If they're going to be like, I want a scooter or a Barbie. Are you, were you a scooter or a Barbie doll? Uh, probably a Barbie doll. Lauren was a Barbie doll. No, you she, were, Lauren you was were a, a horse, which is a different <laughs> animal, like completely. Lauren had a gas covered scooter. She would like zip around in this hideous helmet. <laughs> Did you it had the flame stickers on the side of it. I'm, she's speedy. Do you see her toes? She gets around. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> Quickly. Um, so, yeah, no, she's not into the baby dolls. Thank God. Um, so they're usually in her closet. She did, however, go through a phase with this, like, talking puzzle toy. And it was only supposed to make noises when you put the appropriate piece in its place. Um, she had one that made car sounds, which was really annoying. Ugh. And then she had one that made, like, animal sounds and if you're the person that happened to get these for her i'm very thankful she really enjoyed them until they got creepy and i yeeted them out of my house so sorry that's how they ended uh she was a baby when she got them and pretty much lost every piece but because i'm a millennial and i watched toy story like i couldn't just throw out her toys also probably because of our upbringing where we just things just disappeared Mm -hmm. because they just got thrown away all the time I ask Sophia before I like throw out her toys, which is like a no, no. If you ever have kids, yeah, if you ever have kids, don't do that. It's a really bad habit to start. You're like breeding a hoarder. But anyway, I ask her before I throw things out. And most of the time she didn't care, but she wouldn't let me throw away the base to this stupid animal puzzle. So months go by. She never touches this thing. Totally forget it even exists. One night she's in bed. I'm watching TV. I'm downstairs in the living room. She's upstairs in a room. Eric isn't home yet. And this I hear is a this haunted story. Uh, yeah, it's going to get creepy. It's my personal creep and then everybody's creep. Mm. Just creepy all around. I wanted to bring you back and make you feel special, Abe. Got this just for you. Um, so, yeah, sitting on the couch watching TV. Eric's not home. Sophia's asleep. And I hear a, a sound. It was like a little sound, but like a hiss or a growl. And I thought it was like my stupid ass animals. So I like go and make sure that none of them are like eating each other because I have three dogs and a cat and it's too much. So I did a sweep on the house. Animals were fine. The noise stopped. All good. Sit down on the couch. Put my blanket back on. Get settled. And the fucking noise happens again. And it's this like, like weird noise I've never heard before. Mm. So my living room, you know, but they don't. It's kind of like split in half by the couch. So you walk into the front part where the big windows are and you see the back of the couch and all Sophia's toys are in like that back part. Especially when she was little. That's when I noticed the sound was coming from behind me. That growly sound. And her toys used to go off all the time. And they would say weird things like, I love you. Or hug me. And like, you know, weird toy kid shit. Yeah. And it never bothered me. But for some reason, this sound didn't like it at all. So I ripped through her toys to figure out what was making it. And it was at the bottom of the toy box. That base of the stupid fucking puzzle toy that she made (laughs) me keep. No! And it sounded like it was summoning something. Yeah, it was awful. I tried to take the batteries out. I couldn't. It wouldn't stop making this noise. So I freaked out, threw it out the front door. Like, literally yeeted it out my front door. And Eric had to deal with it later. (laughs) She woke up the next morning, and I shit you not, the first thing this kid says when she pops up out of bed was, why did you throw away my puzzle? She was asleep. Like, I have baby monitors. She was asleep. She didn't know that I threw it outside. Oh. So I hated it. Why? I, I don't, I don't, ugh, I don't, I hated it. So 
when I started doing this week's story, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. I have creepy toys, too. <laughs> so this week, we're going to talk about Robert the doll. Okay. Have you heard of him? Yeah. He's one of the most cursed objects that live on this and planet. always do this to us. I just got to do it. So many cursed objects. So many cursed things. Just so little time. In the early 1900s, Eugene or Jean Robert Otto was given a doll by a servant that worked in his home. So he was the youngest of four kids. Uh, he lived with his parents and his older siblings, obviously. And one of they were a pretty affluent family. And one of the servants that worked with their family gave Robert this doll that originally came from Germany. Um, and it was in this little like sailor suit. This doll was huge, like three foot, four inches tall. And Robert was, or Gene was only four, I think, when he got it. So him and the doll were about the same size when he got it. Like, weird. Um, Gene was immediately drawn to the doll and named it Robert. Robert, like I said, was decently sized. It was a cloth doll with his little sailor's outfit. And it was quickly, it quickly became Gene's best friend. They were inseparable. Robert was a little odd looking. He had a really lifelike face, but a small nose, and it was covered in weird brown cuts, almost, like scars all over his body, and black beady eyes that just seemed to, like, follow you wherever you were, even though there wasn't any pupils. I guess originally the doll, when it was in Germany, was part of, like, a display, so it was dressed as a clown, and then somehow it got to this family and they dressed it as a sailor. And they're like, you know what? Let's give it to this little boy who's all by himself. This will be fine, right? Yeah. It didn't take long before odd things started happening in the Ott household. Uh, his parents would start to hear, like, Gene playing with Robert. And they're like, oh, well, this is good, you know, because he's all, why are you wearing sunglasses? Why did you do that to me? <laughs> I look over and all of a sudden she has polarized sunglasses on. We're in a basement at Very night. Right down here. Um, yeah, so they would hear like Gene playing with Robert and they would hear him like giggling and playing with toys. She's trying to get your attention. It's creepy, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they would hear Gene and Robert up in Gene's room like playing and it was always just Gene, right? Like that's all they heard. Fine. And then it started to seem like Gene was throwing his voice. Like, Gene was talking for Robert. Mm. And it was, like, impressive how he was throwing his voice. Like, because he's still little at this point. We're talking about, like, a six-year-old, maybe. But they're like, you know what? He has someone to play with. His siblings were older. This is fine. It's going to be fine. Um, they lived in a really big mansion in Key West. They still, they still own this property. It's actually turned into a Airbnb now. But because this mansion was so big, there was a turret room, which is like the kind of like the round part of a castle. Like, you know, the pointy part of a castle. Yeah. That room was it's called a turret room. They decided to give Robert this doll his own room. That's weird. Yeah. Bad idea. Um, With all these windows and toys. So Robert could play when Gene was at school. What are they doing? They're setting setting themselves up for failure. Yeah. So, again, they would start to hear, like, Gene throwing his voice, and it got progressively deeper. Deeper than Gene should be able to sound. Like, Gene shouldn't be able to make his voice that deep. He's only six. And then he, they would hear giggles that they knew were not their son. But what do you do? Like, what do you do at this point? So, 
they start to hear footsteps and it sounds like people are running around and they're just thinking, you know what? It's probably just our imagination. We're probably just reading into this too much. So Gene said one night when he was about 10, he was startled awake, like, and he slept every night with Robert in his room, in Gene's room. When Gene opened his eyes, Robert was sitting on the edge of his bed, staring at him. Yeah. And he would always stare at Gene. Gene's mom was quickly woken up to huge banging and crashing noises coming from her son's room. And she ran upstairs. She tried to open the door, but it was locked. And it felt like there was something in the way. So she's sitting there trying to Jimmy open the door that's locked. She hears her son screaming inside. She can't figure out what's going on. Sounds like there's crashing. Sounds like someone's in the house. Yeah. Yeah. She's finally able to open the door. And she sees her son in the fetal position on his bed, trembling in fear. The furniture and everything that he like belonged to him in his room was thrown all over the place. And Robert was sitting peace. The doll was sitting peacefully on the edge of Jean's bed. And his Jean's mom is like, what happened? And the only thing Jean could manage to say was Robert did it. So now they're assuming, you know, it's Jean's imagination. They've been hearing weird things, but they're like, I mean, we're talking about the 1900s. Yeah. People don't have really broad spectrums of thought at this point. So they're assuming it's his imagination, and his mom didn't think much of it. It didn't take much longer, however, for Jean's mother to begin questioning everything she knew. Jean's mother, like I said, reported Jean hearing, like hearing Jean talk to Robert. <coughs> and originally, it was just like giggles that they would hear back that they couldn't really place. Thanks for that, Ab. <laughs> um, it was like giggles that they couldn't really place. That didn't sound like their son. Now it was full on conversations. Now it was two set two sets of footsteps. It was giant things being drug across the house that Gene could not move on his own. Or Gene just couldn't move at all. And they also reported seeing like a flash of white. Remember, he's in his little sailor suit, Robert, the doll is. A flash of white dart up the stairs. And they go to find Robert in the wrong room. Yeah. So now... That's so creepy. Yeah. Neighbors started to compliment the Ots on the beautiful doll in the window when Gene went to school. But Gene, when he would go to school, would make sure that Robert was in his bed. But as kids were going to school, they'd be like, that's a really cool doll in your window. I like the way you make it follow me through the windows of your house. So this doll would pop up at the next window. As these kids walk down the street. And I love like when after you see Robert, you're like, how did they think that was like a cool doll? Yeah. But then you remember it was like the 1900, like early. They probably he's, just. He's know. terrifying. They had spooky dolls back then. They did. Um. So Jean's parents again heard giggling and footsteps one day upstairs. And they said, Jean, stop running around. And Jean responded to his mom, who Jean was sitting in the next room over downstairs and said, mom, that's not me. That's Robert. So the kid's downstairs and they're still hearing these footsteps. So the family began to notice changes in Robert's facial expressions. The once always smiling doll would have moments where it looked angry or confused. And again, he doesn't, he just has little black eyes. Yeah. How are they showing? How are they emoting? Yeah. Jean's mother had decided it was time, you know, Things are getting a little too weird. We're going to separate Gene and Robert. 
Gene, like I said, gave him his own room. So his mom suggested that maybe she should lock, he should lock Robert in that room when he's at school. Please. So again, the kids would say, I don't really appreciate that doll, the doll that mocks me through the windows as I walk to school. Because now the doll is laughing at them. Like they hear laughter coming from behind the doll. Nobody's home. So Gene's like, okay. He puts Robert in a cedar chest and locks him inside his turret room. So now he's in a chest locked inside in this room that he locked. Yes. Robert wasn't in that room very long before the happy giggles turned into like a devilish laugh. And then the neighborhood kids mentioned that Robert was watching them walk to school from his bedroom again. Gene had locked Robert in a trunk. So it was impossible for Robert to be in the window. Yeah. So when Gene came home from school, he ran upstairs, opened his bedroom door and was horrified to see that Robert was in the rocking chair, (laughs) rocking back and forth, looking out the window in his bedroom, in Robert's bedroom. So Gene then, you know, they they kind of just accepted this way of life for a while. And then Gene moved to his two brothers, went to the army. Gene went to college for art. His family always stayed, like his parents always stayed in that house. So he left Robert in the house. He went to art school. His parents ended up dying. He, Gene, met a woman at art school that he married. When his parents died, he decided that he would move back to Key West and live in that house. So he takes his new wife. They move back into this house. His wife is also an artist. And immediately she said everything changed. Because he was back in that house with Robert. So he was a completely different person. He was evil. Gene was. And slowly but surely, she started to see, like, Robert showing up places. Because at first, Gene didn't show her Robert at all. So once she learned who Robert was, this creepy-looking doll, she's like, we need to get rid of him. So him and his wife move, Gene and his wife move back into the house. He lets Robert out of the box. He starts hanging out with Robert again. He, he loses all interest in his art. His wife stops playing the piano. His wife really liked to entertain people because they had this huge mansion in Key West. And when people would come over, Robert would start acting up and they would hear him dragging things and running upstairs and laughing. So no one wanted to come to their house anymore. And his Jean's wife is like, you have to get rid of this doll. Like, y- you just have to. Yeah, for fuck's sake. And Jean's like, you know what? No, I'll just put him back in the chest in the attic. Okay. They lived like that, Jean and his wife, for a long time. Just miserable together. Until Jean died. And then the wife was left the house, so she decided to sell it. She pretty much picked up and left. So all of the furniture, everything that was in that house went to the new owners, including Robert. Mm. So the new family moved in, complete with a 10-year-old daughter, and she found Robert in the trunk in an attic and was delighted to have a new friend. In a matter it itself. Yeah, in a matter of weeks, she was terrified of her new friend, screaming in the middle of the night, saying Robert was moving around the room. The new family looked into Robert's history and found that it was given to Jean by a servant, who they assumed wasn't treated well by Jean's parents, and the servant believed in voodoo and black magic. Oh, that's rude. Mm-hmm. Robert was... So the family realized that they can't 
They can't control this doll. They don't they don't want any part of it. So they donated it to a museum in Key West where he still lives today. Robert is in a plexiglass case and doesn't appreciate his pictures being taken. So if you go and take Robert's picture without asking, your camera stops working until you leave the museum. Sometimes. What kind of museum is this? It's like, no, he came from Germany. It's actually in just, it's weird because he's just in like a Key West museum. Like he's not like a paranormal museum. No, no. He's just in like, you go in like looking for pictures and you get haunted. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Robert gets a lot of mail, apparently like three letters a day, usually from people who had visited the museum, but didn't believe in the curse and disrespected Robert. And now they're sending letters and gifts to him as and because they're facing like unfortunate circumstances and they're apologizing and asking Robert to make it stop. So the person that has to open the mail at this museum, I feel terrible for because they're like <laughs> fucking Robert again. Yeah. God damn it, Robert. Um, I'm surprised they wouldn't like get rid of him. What are you going to do with them? Yeah. Send them to the paranormal museum. But then Annabelle is. I don't. Is that real? Annabelle. Yeah. Annabelle's real, but she doesn't look like that. She's a rag doll. And the museum's real. Yeah, the museum is real. No, don't. you don't. No, thank you. You don't want... Trust me, you have... get is the funhouse at Jenkinson's. You are the perfect person to never go to those places because you don't bring a lot of things with you and you will take everything with you from that place. <laughs> you will take all of the creepy stuff. Not just you and your bags anymore. It's, no, it's you, your bags, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> um... Visitors have reported divorces, car crashes, broken bones, job loss, all without reasonable cause after disrespecting Robert. Um, The museum employees where Robert lives claims that Robert does move and change his facial expressions. And they do believe that he carries dark energy. But as long as you're respectful, he doesn't really care. Um, But yeah, that's Robert the doll. Mm. I found this information on Wikipedia. Ghosts and gravestones and all things interesting. I didn't like that. No, he didn't like but Robert. I respect you, Robert. Yes. If you're listening, much respect. Much respect, Robert. Much respect. Just can't believe, like... I don't know. Like, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so he's 118 years old now. Robert. Okay. From when he was given the name Robert. (coughs) And And he's still causing issues. Yeah. He's still on his bullshit. Yeah. Robert's on his bullshit. No offense, Robert. No. Respectfully, Robert, you're on your bullshit. You do, Rachel. I need a trigger warning next time. Trigger warning. Robert. haunted stuff. (laughs) That's okay. Because we were planning on doing four episodes. So the second episode I have planned was really just going to send you off the fucking rails. In the first sentence, I say, Ab, I'm really sorry for what I'm about to do to you. And it's not creepy. It's medically unwell. Mm. So. Looking forward to that. Yeah. You know. I just like how the parents were like, yeah, we'll just live with Robert. Like, well. Yeah. Like. Gene's gone. Because I. Maybe. So one of the, like the theories that they said was that when Robert was given to Gene, the servant took a piece of Gene's hair and sewed it into Robert. So that way. Gene's parents 
felt like Robert was familiar, like a son. Mm. So they had this like unnecessary attachment to try and make it better. Like you can't just give them away because it's, it felt like their son. Oh, but and the servant was like, "Let's just put this on the son, even though we hate the parents. Let's just exactly like let's the just son? do this to the son. Like, give this- something to the parents then, if you don't like the parents. The kid didn't <laughs> decide to be like this. Yeah, this young boy, this poor young boy. Yeah, no, and he never shook it. Like as soon as he came back in the house, they said it was just like it was. Night terrors, feeling awful. Did he ever get better? No, he died. Yeah, he died in that house." His parents died in that house. And then the wife sold the house. Okay. And donated Robert. It doesn't get better. Well, it does. Just not if Robert's involved. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's that's the creepy stuff I got for you this week. Thanks. My pleasure. Thank you for our friends, the gypsy and long toes. <laughs> <laughs> and Ab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>